0: There are so many ways you can support H.U.G. All you have to do is visit our website, Globe.com, to see how you too can help empower, educate, and enrich the lives of individuals in the CHD and bereaved communities. Thank you all for your continued support.
1: No one really knew anyone else with my defect, so my limitations physically were there, and because of that, I felt very different than everyone else.
2: Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna. I am Rosalyn Rivera, and I am your guest host for today, our third success story Saturday. I am a former guest, and I'm also a heart warrior. Today's show is Carly McGuire-Lim, from camper to camp nurse, and our guest is Carly McGuire-Lim. We'll start today's program by learning a bit about Carly and her medical condition in segment one. In the second segment, we'll talk about how growing up as a camper at Camp Del Corazon enhanced her life. In the final segment, we'll learn about Carly's career choices and how her congenital heart defect affected them, but didn't stop her from reaching her goals. Carly McGuire Lim is a heart warrior who was born with hypoplastic right heart syndrome, coarctation, and TGA. She has had several cardiac surgeries over her lifetime including a Fontan and a pacemaker place at age five. Carly also has severe scoliosis requiring surgical rod placement at age 13. Carly knew from a young age that she wanted to be a nurse, but always had concerns if her heart would be strong enough to work the long hours in a high-stress environment. Beating the odds, Carly successfully graduated from nursing school in 2017 and works as a NICU nurse caring for tiny newborns, some with CHD also. Carly pursued more and graduated with her Master's of Science in Nursing and started teaching nursing students in 2021. She married the love of her life in 2017 and has big plans for her future. And today, Carly is celebrating her 35th birthday. I can't wait for her to share her story with us.
1: Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna, Carly. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited.
2: Let's start by having you tell us a little bit more about your congenital heart
1: defect. When were you diagnosed and what surgeries you had as a baby? Sure. So I was diagnosed a few days after birth because I was born in 1987. They didn't do ultrasounds prior to delivery if there were no problems. My mom noticed a few days after I was born that I was having some nasal flaring and I was having difficulty breathing and grunting. So she took me to one of her pediatrician, said everything was fine, but my mom did not believe him. So she took me to a nurse friend of hers and the nurse friend said, Just did going to the hospital right away because something was wrong. And they found out that I had a severe cardiac defect. I had my very first surgery on Valentine's Day, 1987, so they found out a few days after I was born that I had multiple cardiac problems. I was diagnosed with hypoplastic right heart syndrome, coarctation of the aorta, and transposition of the great arteries. So correcting these cardiac defects, it required multiple surgeries, including the Norwood, shunt and the two-part Fontan. How fantastic that your
2: first surgery was on Valentine's
1: Day in 1987. When was your last surgery? My very last surgery, my open chest surgery, was in 2010. But since then, I've had a few cardiac catheterizations and a pacemaker replacement. My very last cardiac cath procedure was just this last summer.
2: You sure have been through quite a lot. Were you able to run and play with your peers?
1: As a child, were you able to fit in with others your age? Definitely not. Having a cardiac defect, especially one that's extremely complex and limits your physical abilities, I did not fit in as a child. I was taken out of sports. I was taken out of physical education classes. Therefore, I was made to feel like I was different and which I am physically, but I was teased a lot as a child just because no one really knew anyone else with my defect. So my limitations physically were there. And because of that, I felt very different than everyone else.
0: This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions expressed in the podcast are not those of Hearts Unite the Globe, but of the hosts and guests, and are intended to spark discussion about issues pertaining to congenital heart disease or bereavement.
3: The Heart of a Father, and Hypoplastic Left Heart Syndrome, a handbook for parents, will help you understand that you are not alone. Visit babyheartspress.com to find out more. You are listening to Heart to Heart with Anna. If you have a question or comment that you would like addressed on our show, please send an email to Anna Jaworski at Anna at hearttoheartwithanna.com. That's Anna at hearttoheartwithanna.com. Now, back to Heart to Heart with Anna.
2: Let's start this segment by talking about Camp Del Corazon. When did you first hear about camp? And had you ever been to any other camp before?
1: I first heard about camp through the founders of Camp Del Corazon, Lisa Knight and Kevin Shannon. So Kevin Shannon was my electro, I mean, still is. He's my electrophysiologist. And so I was seven years old when they started camp. And Lisa Knight was my nurse at the time who was working with Kevin. And they told my mom that they were starting this camp for children with heart defects. And so I went to camp the very first year it started and I was seven years old.
2: That's incredible. What a lucky coincidence. Can you tell us about your Camp Florecortisone
1: experience? Oh my goodness. So my Camp Del Corazon experience, there's a really, it's so much to tell just because I grew up there. I started at seven years old and I went every single year. It really changed my life because I went from a kid who was very down and very sad about having a heart problem to coming back and telling my mom how amazing it was because I met other children Who had similar backgrounds, similar experiences to myself. Being in the hospital as a child, no one wants that. And it's very hard to imagine that until you've been there. So going to a camp where there's other people similar to you, it really changes your life. I was able to do sports, climb walls, go kayaking, all these activities that camp provides children to feel quote unquote normal it really changes your perspective. And I came back a different child. And so my mom was very, very happy that she sent me to Camp Del Corazon. Would you be able to say that camp was a place
2: where you didn't feel bullied? How were the other children at camp with you?
1: Yeah, camp is definitely a place where you do not feel bullied. I made friendships there when I was seven years old that I still have today. Having people to call and relate to as an adult With so much history, it makes you feel like you're part of something. Carly, you said as a child,
2: you were bullied by your peers. How did that change when you were at Camp Del Corazon with those children?
1: Yeah, so that changed at Camp Del Corazon because there's other children who have been bullied like myself and we compared scars. We compared being in the hospital or compared, oh, I have that cardiologist or I have that doctor. So you find a commonality with other people and other children your age. There's no bullying in that part. You feel like you're part of something. And I made friends that I have till to this day and we talk still.
2: That's wonderful. It sounds like you really made a special bond with your friends from Campsall Corazon. How do you feel like Campsall Corazon helped enhance your life?
1: It definitely changed my life, enhanced my life because... I was so thankful to start at such a young age and experience camp every single summer where it brought this positive influence into my life that I am a normal kid and I could do anything. Camp made you feel like you could be anything you wanted. And so having that influence throughout my life made it possible for me to think of becoming a nurse or to get married and have a life outside of what was defining me, my cardiac problem. At camp, what were some of your favorite activities to do? And were you able to do these activities moving forward through your life? Yeah, some of my favorite activities at camp as a child were rock climbing and kayaking, which camp still offers to this day. And many kids love it because there's not an opportunity in your normal life to go kayaking or rock climbing every day. And so experiencing those activities made you feel like, oh, it's possible. I can go rock climbing if I want to. I can do physical sports and do things that most likely our moms and dads and cardiologists are saying, don't do. We're limiting them because growing up in the 90s, we were limited. We were told not to do physical sports and not to make strenuous activities to stress us out. But now we encourage all of that for our kids at Camp Del and with CHD.
3: Heart to Heart with Anna is a presentation of Hearts Unite the Globe and is part of the Hug Podcast Network. Hearts Unite the Globe is a nonprofit organization devoted to providing resources to the congenital heart defect community to uplift, empower, and enrich the lives of our community members. If you would like access to free resources pertaining to the CHD community, please visit our website at www.congenitalheartdefects.com for information about CHD, the hospitals that treat children with CHD, summer camps for CHD survivors, and much, much more.
2: Carly, in the last segment, we learned about how you attended Camp Del Corazon and what it has done for you. I happen to know that you eventually went to Camp Del Corazon as a camp
1: counselor. Can you tell us about that experience? I went to camp as a camp counselor just because I felt such a desire to give back to the community that helped me as a child. Once you reach the age of 17 and 18, you graduated from camp, you're no longer considered a camper. And the next step that I really wanted to be part of was becoming a counselor and helping pay it forward to the children that are now campers and get to experience everything that I did. I definitely felt it was beneficial that I give back to camp and be part of these children's lives and help them feel like they can do anything. That's so beautiful. You really followed your heart with that.
2: I love it. Many Heart to Heart with Anna listeners know that I am also a nurse and that my decision to become a nurse was influenced by my CHD. Can you tell us about what career path you've chosen and why?
1: Yes, I decided to become a nurse and many people were part of that. You also were a part of that because I saw someone else with a cardiac defect be a nurse and that was very rare. And I didn't think it was possible until I started seeing it in my everyday life. So I tried many, many, many majors in college. I attempted to be a child life specialist, which is what I wanted to do. I wanted to help children in the hospital. But then I realized I can be a nurse. I can physically do it. And so I just told myself, just try, just do it. And I worked very hard and went to nursing school. And before I knew it, I was graduating and working at UCI Medical Center. So I felt when I was younger that I could not be a nurse because of the physical capabilities. I remember telling my mother that I wanted to become a nurse, but she warned me about the physical strenuous activities of being a nurse. And she didn't want me to do that. But I knew that there is no other choice for me except to be a nurse. And so She is very proud of me to this day. But as a mother, she just, of course, she worried. That's so beautiful and humbling. I love
2: that you looked to your camp nurses as inspiration and really fought for what you believed your career should be. And I'm so excited that you have become a nurse because you're able to give back to those children. So one of the reasons why I told Anna that, you should be on this Saturday Success Story segment was because you've really come full circle. You started at Camp Del Corazon as a child, just seven years old, the first year of camp, trailblazer, and now you're back as a camp nurse. Just incredible. Can you tell us why you continue
1: to volunteer at Camp Del Corazon? I continue to volunteer at Camp Del Corazon because it is such a big part of my life. I would not imagine my life without camp, without the people in camp, without the community and the friends that I've made. There is no other choice except to give back because it was just such a big part of my childhood and adulthood. So continuing to give back to camp in any way possible. And thankfully, I am able to be a camp nurse and be part of the medical team, which is just such an honor Because going to camp as a child, you see the medical team and these nurses and they're just amazing. Like they give, we call it camp love, nurse love. They just give so much to the kids at camp. I wanted to be a part of that. I worked very hard to be able to be part of that community. Yes,
2: being a camp nurse is something very special. And I do remember your first year as a camp nurse and me looking at you. I was just as amazed as you looking at your camp nurses when you were a child. It was a beautiful thing to see you come full circle and really be able to provide for these kids the way that you were provided for when you were a child. Do you think there should be a special camp for adults with CHD? Because not all people your age had the chance to go to camp
1: when they were young. That is a great question. I know that because there's many counselors who discovered camp as an adult but never got to experience it as camper or the eyes through a camper being a part of camp in any way possible is so amazing but if you can go to camp as a camper i would love to go to camp as a camper again i miss it all the time but thankfully camp del corazon has something similar or beneficial to adults with congenital heart defects where they can learn about their disabilities and insurance and sort of how to be an adult with complex and with congenital heart disease. And so CAMP provides that PACE, which I know is beneficial to many, many, many adults with congenital heart disease.
2: That is true. kepler does have the PACE program. It's progressive adult cardiac experience. And it is for young adults age 18 through 25. So it is something that young adults with CHD can go to. I think it would be safe to say that adults with CHD would definitely enjoy going to a camp like Camp Del Corazon. You know, Carly, as you're talking about meeting adults who have CHD who didn't know about camp when they're younger. Hey, that's me too. I unfortunately never heard about camp when I was a child and I didn't learn about it until I was an adult and already a nurse. And when I did learn about it, I recognized that I really needed to go because I was a nurse, I was a pediatric cardiac nurse, and this was a place for me to continue to give back. As much as I love nursing and know that that is my goal in life, being able to give back to kids in a different way through camp and just having that quote unquote normal child experience at a sleepaway camp was something that I really knew I wanted to do. It was my passion. So thank you for reminding me that Camp La Corazon just really offers such a special environment for the children there, but also the adults. I do feel like we learn so much from the children as
1: well. Yeah, we definitely, definitely do. I mean, as a kid, we went to family camp where families came together and had a commonality and could do activities together. So I think it would be rewarding for adults with congenital heart disease to come with their families. If they were married and kids, and they could all come together and have this experience of we all know someone who has heart disease and they could do rock climbing and all these activities, but more of like a family camp. Cause in your adult life, there's more people in your life instead of just you and your parents. So I think that would actually be very fun. I would like to go to that. I think that sounds like a great idea
2: having a camp for adults with CHD and they can bring their families. I mean, look at us in our 30s, adults with CHD living full lives. And while I don't have any children, there are several adults with CHD who have had children. And it would be amazing to bring those children together, heart-healthy children, to a camp where they can meet other adults who have scars on their chest like their parents do. I think that sounds fascinating.
1: Yeah. Family camp would definitely be, I would love to go to that with my husband and we don't have any children at this time, but to experience other families, oh, you, you know, how they came about, how they discovered things. And yeah, a family camp for adults with congenital heart disease would be a great idea. I would go to that. Me too. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Carly, and spending your
1: 35th birthday with us. Thank you so much, Rosalind, for asking me to be a part of this. I feel very honored, especially talking to you where you're such an influence in camp and in my life, especially and all the other nurses. I feel very honored to share my story and just see how far the congenital heart world has come. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Carly, you're definitely an inspiration to
2: the CHD world. That concludes this episode of Heart to Heart with Anna. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode of Heart to Heart with Anna, please consider throwing a little love our way. We have a company called Patreon where you can make a monthly donation to help us keep this podcast free to the world. Or you can just support us via PayPal. Just visit www heartsunitetheglobe.org to sign up to be a patron. Thanks. We appreciate you helping us to help the congenital heart defect community. That's all for this week. And remember, friends, you are not alone.
3: Thank you again for joining us this week. We hope you have become inspired and empowered to become an advocate for the congenital heart community. Heart to Heart with Anna with your host, Anna Jaworski, can be heard at any time wherever you get your podcasts. A new episode is released every Tuesday from noon Eastern time.